Bam Pow Comic-Cow with your hosts, Andrew Glanner and Chris Ramos. Tonight, we are covering Daredevil by Mark Wade and various artists. <laughs> yeah. And a whole slew of artists <laughs> jumping in. Yes. Everyone wants to work with Mark Wade, I guess. Right. So um, we we like to pick, you know, d- different interesting runs and groundbreaking runs. And so when we were looking at Daredevil, yes, we could have went back to Frank Miller or we could have went to several other of the big runs, but we thought we'd look outside the box on this one and go for Mark Wade. And his, even when Daredevil first started was like the 60s. I mean, yes. he was like way back, way back. Yep. Um, right when Spider-Man came out, Daredevil kind of came out at the same time. So they've always been kind of interwoven as far as characters. Although he started out in the yellow costume. Yes. Uh, and then whoever switched him to red was, that was it. That was the greatest decision right. for Daredevil. Yeah. I'm trying to think. It was Stan Lee and Bill Everett, correct? Yeah. And yeah. he, um, Daredevil as a character, you know, kind of, he goes up and down as far as readership and, and likability and things. Um, recently, like the last, what, two, three, four years, He's he's surged in yeah, popularity. I that's I, pretty fair to say. It's probably because of the TV show, you know. But yeah, I think it would get more Netflix? popularized um, by his the the uh, the Daredevil Netflix series. But as far as who's written them and who's drawn them, has probably been the most consistent, strongest writers and artists that mm. have come across Marvel and DC Comics. That's true. Well, and like when Frank Miller came in before this run, um, two times before this run, yep. was the Frank Miller run. And, you know, just to kind of fill everyone in, what they usually do is take blocks of writers, um, not necessarily blocks of artists, because artists kind of, they come and go a little bit. On Because what artists want to do is they want to get on a popular title. And they just want to do it so people notice them. It's sort of like jumping into a sitcom or something. Like you want to be noticed, right? Yeah. As an actor. So for artists, they want to say, oh, cool. Let me draw some Daredevil. Oh, cool. Let me draw some Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I'll draw some Fantastic Four. Yeah. You know, and, and eventually someone says, hey, you know what? That style sticks to this character. And, and then they keep them. So um, Mark Wade is just one of many artists i'm sorry of many art writers who had a good run you yeah know? frank miller had a good run yep with born ed, again ed yeah. broodbreaker uh, yes. ed broodbreaker had an amazing run yeah and joe casada had a big run yep. with kevin smith yep and then now it's it's mark wade um yeah that's what we chose right and so this is a very unconventional daredevil run And in the grand scheme, um, Ed Brubaker was his predecessor in the in the writer's ballpen of this. And so Ed Brubaker put Daredevil through the ringer. And even before that, Brian Michael Bendis even put him through the ringer harder. So there was two back to back, like serious dark runs that just just broke the character. They left you drained, you know. Left you drained. I mean, yes. But they're they're very well written. Yeah. You should definitely go <laughs> read poor them. Poor guy. Poor guy, you know, he can't catch a break, can't keep a girlfriend alive, you know. That's that's the infamous thing with Daredevil. Is he has bad bad times with relationships. He can get them, just can't keep them. And so um, Mark Wade, he went about this as 
he still likes to test Daredevil, but in different ways and give him like this sarcastic approach, I guess, to the character where he's, he's still being a lawyer. He's still being a crime finder, but he's a little more uh, quippy. Yeah. And, you know, he's not taking everything so seriously. And the purpose of that was to hide his depression. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're not always that his, uh, his part crime partner, um, uh, Foggy, he's like, why aren't you talking about your problems? Why aren't you seeing somebody? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I'm internalizing everything. Yes. Daredevil is kind of an interesting character. I like the fact that he still holds on to a secret identity. I think that's cool. Yes. You know? Um, and that's been sort of a crutch of his through the years, right. just like it is for Spider-Man yes. and, uh, give me one more Batman, I suppose, but yeah. you know, anyone who has a secret identity is still holding to that sort of old school way of thought of, yeah. you know, they're protecting the people they love and they don't want the villains to find out who they are because then yeah. their whole world comes crashing down. Right. Um, so the run before this, yeah. you know, it was, I think it was at the end of the run where his identity was outed. And that, you know, is kind of a fun thing. I think as a writer is leaving, they're like, ah, Daredevil's, you know, everyone knows yep. he's Matt Murdock and then he leaves. Um, so and it's a cool, <laughs> and it's cool writing exercise, really. <laughs> Just to yeah. see how can you play on those tropes. Um, Spider-Man, they did it and they had to reset it, do a hard mm -hmm. reboot of it just to make it kind of make sense. You know, it's okay if like the superhero community knows who he is, but not the public. Yeah. And, and so Daredevil has always uh, played, you know, his his alter ego. Well, I shouldn't say his, his real life person um, is a lawyer. And he's a blind lawyer and yes. he's very good at it because he uses the skills that he has, the special abilities he has as Daredevil to sort of win cases and read people's body language and yes. read their heart so beats and I stuff I guess like if that. you don't know anything about Daredevil and Matt Murdock, so... Um, is this an origin story? This right is... The, well, well, <laughs> so it, at the beginning of every volume and... Almost every other is issue, they remind you about the origin. So we're going to tell you about the origin. <laughs> Sit back. <laughs> so young kid, you know, he grows up around his father, uh, battling Jack Murdoch. He's a big boxer, just trying to support his fam, his, his son, uh, Matt. And, in Hell's you know, Kitchen. In Hell's Kitchen in New York City. And so uh, one day, you know, uh, Matt gets hit by a car. Uh, saving an old lady, I think it was, or somebody older, older person. Yeah, jumped into a, jumped in front of a. Yeah, uh, they were ca truck the, the truck carrying radioactive. back in the day, was um, carrying uh, radioactive materials and <laughs> splashed his eyes. Such a hokey '60s thing, but it worked. The worst thing in the '60s was to have a giant barrel of radioactive, <laughs> radioactive waste. <laughs> yes, just hauling around in the back of your, you know, truck as you do, and so it hits him, splashing his eyes. And he gets the ability, he gets blinded, but all of his senses get cranked up to about a hundred. And so, and he also develops a radar sense. Yeah. Like bats. Yeah. So like he sort of has sight, but not like we do. He has, actually they do a great, great, great job yeah, illustrating I think so too. volumes. This is like the first time they've really dug yeah. into how Daredevil perceives. And they drew it like that. you would see yeah. sort of the lines like the contour lines of radar. And it's neat because it 
pops into Daredevil vision and you see the scene in front of you as a various contoured lines. So, I mean, that, I love that. They just kept doing that. And I think that was Mark Wade being like, hey, we need to get right. to how Daredevil can use right. his abilities. And I think him and um, Pablo Rivera, um, who was like the first artist or the first penciler that he worked with on this project, they kind of defined those things to carry out through this whole run. Yeah, yeah. So then Daredevil decides he's going to continue being a lawyer because that's what he went to school for and that he started his own law yep. practice. But he's also going to be Daredevil at night because Hell's Kitchen is like the worst place. Yep. And he, and he doesn't want what happened to his dad, his family, and himself to happen to other people. So he wants yeah. to help out his uh, community. So, you know, <laughs> be a superhero. <laughs> so one of the reasons why I like Daredevil is because of that secret identity because it helps to... I don't know, take a break from superheroing. I like the yes. idea of it going back to just sort of him in the courtroom. Um, there are some well-written courtroom dramas with Daredevil stories. Um, Ed Brubaker did a great yeah, one Bendis because does he's really into it. Well, yeah. Bendis does a great one. Yeah. And, and that's just kind of part and parcel with writing the Daredevil character. You have to be able to just sort of write uh, his real life and not just come up with wacky characters right. for him to find. And when I was reading some of the interviews in the back of this um, first um, not deluxe edition. Yeah, it's like a deluxe edition. Oh, it's oversized hover, hardcover. <laughs> um, there's interviews in the back of these and this one had the interview with Mark Wade, and then they asked him, you know, What's what's one of the challenges about this, you know, writing Daredevil? And he's like, writing about courtrooms <laughs> yeah. and being a lawyer and how to make that interesting and colorful. Yeah, right. He's never really had an opportunity to do that a lot. So um, trying to make that interesting and lively for this reader and especially for the tone he's giving for Daredevil is a little bit of a writing challenge for him. Well, the, the cool thing, too, is that they can take that story. It's happening in the courtroom like Daredevil takes on a client that's battling the you know, Italian mob or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the, the and, sons of the serpent. Yeah. Ah. And then <laughs> when the courtroom's all done at night, he's like, I'm going to go get the real answers. And he goes yeah. down to the docks. Starts right. Always. Yeah. That's stuff, how he, you know. he gets all his evidence. So I think that's, you know, that's a good way as a writer to connect that world. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing here, you know, as we're kind of um, going through the first volume, what we do, what we did on this is there, um, there are omnibus for these volumes. Yes. There's two Omnis, um, but we have the uh, oversized hardcovers, hard which, yes. so there's five, five of, of those. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's nice. They're smaller, and they're more manageable. This is like a 50 issue run. Yeah. It's still like a really long run with, you know, a couple of like um, other uh, crossover issues with Spider Man and the Hulk that come up, but really it's, it's mostly Daredevil. And, you know, for these all to be collected and in perfect reading order and everything, the, the art's still oversized. That's why it's called an OHC. And they're still really nice to pick up. And sometimes it's nice to have these skinnier volumes because then you can just pick them up and put them in your lap or take yeah. them into a different room. You just versus, sit on the couch with them a yeah, little easier. A little easier <laughs> to handle than an Omni. But no. <laughs> to each his own. If you have the Omnis, that's great. It's all there. Um, I think it's two omnibus. There's just two, yeah. yeah. And they have all of the extra They're just a little content. harder to get. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, decided let's, you know, tackle this run. Now, um, Daredevil's my favorite Mar oh. Marvel character, by the way. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> cough, cough. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. <laughs> uh, 
I would have to say, uh, to be honest, through through my life, I've read just about every superhero a little bit here and there, right? But like I've never been driven to collect Daredevil until I saw the omnibus. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to collect Daredevil, let me just try this one. You know, yeah. like I'm just going to jump into the whole run and just go sure. from there. A lot of people uh, in the comic community will tell you that uh, Frank Miller, of course, is was tasked with reinvigorating Daredevil. Um, Frank Miller has a great um, skill in taking a character that people think they know and writing like a whole other version of them. Like, oh, yeah, you know, totally. Is, so he did it with Batman. He did it with Daredevil. Yeah, he did it with Daredevil first. Yeah. And then he did, yeah. And so the nice thing is um, Daredevil has a, a good history to draw from, but as far as runs that you can get into and just start reading, um, any one of those collections are pretty much like you just jump into the character. Yeah. You know, um, even not the a lot of, Wade one. Yeah, you know? he, there's, you don't have to know a lot of prior knowledge about who Daredevil is. Um, going into most runs of Daredevil, um, it's per, you know they usually give you a little synopsis of this is what where he came from, like a couple pages, and then you kind of just go off to the races and see what uh, see what you know this runs all about. Um, yeah. So to, to start with the Mark Wade, what happens is um, he's just coming off of like we said the previous author sort of through this uh <laughs> um outing of his identity yeah through the foul ball yeah, of like everyone and, knows who you, you know, are he's been through the ringer it's coming off a very dark dark run and daredevil just keeps saying you know people are like well matt murdoch you are daredevil he's like oh i wish i was oh i'm not you know so he yes. kind of keeps dodging it a little bit yes the public doesn't know for sure that he yeah. is or is and not. i believe in the last run um at the end of it, he did end up trying to sue the Daily Bugle, um, the big oh, like um, for newspaper for running the story and everything. And so, uh, you know, he's coming off the cocktails of that. So the mm -hmm. whole public trust thing is definitely an issue in this book. Yeah, right away at the beginning. So he starts seeing his Daredevil persona as an escape. Like, yes. you know what? I don't have people asking me when I'm Daredevil, what's who I am, because he's doing other things, you know? He kind of discards his personal life at yeah. the start of this run. Yeah. And he tries to be all Daredevil most of the time. And I think Mark Wade really shined in writing that because, you know, part of it too is how do you write all of the um, abilities that Daredevil has in a, in, a, in a good way, right? Like anyone can just have them battle villains. Yes. But Mark Wade does a really, really good job of establishing like, um, I'm on a page where he's just walking down the street and, you know, he's walking down the street talking with Foggy, but in the background, there's all these little radar blips and there's people talking that he hears and there's cigarette smoke that he smells and there's bird wings flapping and there's yes. cars and motorcycles. You and, definitely feel like you're in New York. Yeah. And you're like, Daredevil knows all yeah, of that. And I, I think, um, he feels all of that. Yeah. What was, yeah. Um, uh, Paulo Rivera definitely, I think, he has a graphic design sense to him, yeah. or at least maybe his editors did. And he'd be like, 
wouldn't this be cool to to jive with that? Um, yeah, like just how to add that because you know you're dealing with a blind superhero, so you have to like put that perspective on, and that gives that uh, it gives it a fresh take on this uh, on Daredevil as well. Yeah, there's there's even a part like um, so his partner Foggy uh, isn't in the best of shape or no. does it make the most yes. of, of healthy choices. Yes. And there's a part where Daredevil starts picking up their office because they're partners at their law yeah. firm. And he's like, <laughs> I'm, you know, he's picking up all of his- uh, uh, Cheeto like, bags. Yeah. yeah, you can smell <laughs> all, the Cheetos. All his fast food. food. He says there's there's enough, uh, uh, what is it? There's enough chemicals in <laughs> here <laughs> yeah. to just make me just go crazy. And he's picking it up. He's like, does he have an he, apple every once in a while? Yeah, right, yeah. And- uh, <laughs> You know, Daredevil having all of his uh, senses and uh, and ha- and hearing, you know, uh, just cranked up to like a thousand percent, like smell and hearing is definitely like a huge part of his mm-hmm. identity. And so that was another new thing uh, Mark Way did was he brought like the smell. He described what things smell like yeah. and how he's like attracted to women by certain smells and things like that. And then like um, the sonic things like. Uh, when people you like against him, they use like sonic weapons, and they go ah, and he'll go. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some great scenes too where he is fighting, and they um, do a really good job. Claw, yeah, who's, you know, who's so, yeah, all, against like, Claw, sound. who's made of sound, and he uses sound-based weaponry. Um, that's definitely uh, that was, and it was a great villain for him because mm-hmm. he that's not a typical villain for the Daredevil to have. So it was really good to like cha- to challenge him, and you know, just to bounce back and forth on that, like. The artwork of real life and then the artwork of like what's daredevil seeing and feeling and then back yes. to like real life explosions it flows then, really yeah, well. yeah like daredevil saying something you know something just explore so and he he can he can kind of sense if he really concentrates and that's yeah. the other thing too so he generally has a good sonar but if he stands still and just really really focuses on it he can start hearing Things from like you know, a couple blocks yeah, away. Yeah, distant noises, or he can really start like being in tune to his environment, feeling yeah. like bird f- wings flapping and, yeah. you know, perfume. It helps that he's, you know, an acrobatic and, you know, um, and he's a lawyer and he, so he has this detective mindset and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you have to, he has to juggle all these things at the same time. So he definitely has to concentrate really well. So, um, you know, as we kind of continue in, there's, there's just, I think Mark Wade also sets up scenes in a in a smart manner. You know, yes. he wants to show Daredevil's abilities, but he also wants to show um, unique ways for him to, uh, I guess, like utilize those abilities. Yeah, right? for sure. Like, of course, everyone knows he can like leap rooftops or whatever, right? But like Mark Wade really makes sure that he uses his billy club like yeah, a lot. Right. I, I really like that. And his billy club is his walking stick and then it turns into Yeah. And then like it has a, like a grappling hook you put on two parted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely his billy club is he's always using it, using it for it's it's like his jack of all trades tool. Mm-hmm. He can do anything he wants with it. It's so cool. And you know, there's other parts too where it's like he was on a boat and then he was like, I can't, can't be on boats. Oops. I hate being on boats yeah. because if I ever fall Go. in the water, I'm done. You, know, like, you can't see much. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're like, oh, I guess I never thought of that too. Right. You know, he likes buildings and he likes cities. Because and that's also a callback to Frank Miller's run when he got, you know, I think he got shot or something and he fell in the water. Yeah. And he's, 
he has this whole epic scene of like Frank Miller describing like Daredevil trying to get out of the water and everything. He does. So you don't know which way up. Yeah, you know? exactly. So he kind of harkens back. And that's another, we, we were talking about this in our little pre-show talk. Uh, Mark Wade is one of those people who knows his continuity and he knows his history very well. Comics yeah, like and the really character. Well. So him and like John Byrne are, and there's a couple other big writers and things that just know everything. <laughs> I want to say like Bendis probably. Yeah, Bendis. Know, is, well, maybe, maybe Bendis choose what he wants. Yeah, and and Hickman <laughs> kind of makes his own. Yeah. Know, so. Um, but, <laughs> so. so I would say you know Wade and Wade and Byrne are probably the two biggest continuity <laughs> nerds out there. That they're like, this is how a character is supposed to act because there's 40 years of history of it. And this yeah. is how we're going to make him act. And, you know, there's, thi- there's, there's things and decisions that kind of influenced him along the way. There's yeah. certain reasons why he won't go swimming. <laughs> he won't go. He won't. Or he like bullseye. Bullseye is his worst nemesis. And yeah. he treats him like crap. Because he killed his girl, first girlfriend, major girlfriend, Karen Page. And they're the ones to be like, remember in 1988 when he hated water? Well, we're going to still write that he yeah, hates Yeah, right. And, they know. They right. Know. And so he definitely still brings, even though he still brings uh, new villains or like not widely, like interesting pairings, I guess. Even though he does that, he still brings like Daredevil's rogues gallery into this, mm-hmm. into these issues. Um, but it, and they're written so well. I just didn't get around to the campaign arc. That's they, they saved that for last, but I, I know he'll do a great job with that. Um, but he does bring like the owl. Um, the spot was kind of a, uh, a Spider-Man villain that he thought, oh, this would be cool to transition. Here. Well, even like the spot. So let's just pause on that for a minute. Yeah. So the spot is a old school villain. I mean, he's oh, like he's yeah. like Spider-Man. I think it was like a silly one that they brought back. Ago. Yeah, and. He can make little portals, little black spot portals where he can like reach in and then like if he made a black spot on a table, he could reach into that and then make another black spot across the hallway and his hand would come out, you know. So people always thought like, well, that's hokey. So what? He reaches into like a negative zone or something and then just, yeah, you know, he can't <laughs> he can't step through it. He can always just sort of put body parts through it yeah so everyone was kind of like made fun of him a little bit because it seemed hokey but mark wade is is writing it as you know he's like the ultimate assassin you know he's the ultimate like i'm gonna get at you from you know the street i'm gonna be in your house and you know there's parts of it where daredevil can sense these holes appearing so he kind of knows where these black spots are going to open but even when they do open, he Daredevil is called the man without fear. Yes. And he makes a comment in here. I forget which volume it is, but he says, you know, people call me the man without fear because I can't see. And if I could see, I would be scared. Yes. That happens, <laughs> that, that happens around like volume three, volume four. Yeah. He starts, that was like, so cool. That. Like, yeah. you know what? That makes sense because he doesn't actually notice what he's caught up in yeah he's totally. not totally aware of it yeah like he can't drive so yeah <laughs> he always has to have like his his friends or stuff so like if there were crazy monsters like appearing all around him he wouldn't really like register that no right he could, away he could register the silhouette of them the mm-hmm. smells the how they how they sound and things like that and how they speak but you can't see like the full colors and yeah, things so like that he's not overwhelmed by those details so so what he ends up doing even for spot is he just grabs him and jumps in you yeah. know and it's like he kind of smirks takes that leap of faith yeah, yeah. 
Mark Wade does that really well too. He writes them like he's smirking, he's laughing, yeah. he's having fun. You know, because he wanted to do that. He did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah, he's leaping off rooftops and sort of smiling, and he's just a guy. You know, like Spider Man. I think even if he ran out of web and and fell, he'd probably still be okay. But you know, Daredevil just takes it and just goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, the other part that I really like, there's some cool storylines in here. One of them is. Um, Daredevil steals a uh, like a data storing device. It's like a like a flash drive idea, but it's yeah, it's from the Fantastic Four. It's from, from a, like an old adventure uniform. on the Fantastic Four. Yeah. that's something only Mark Wade could come up. Yeah, with. and so like because their costumes, fun fact, um, their costumes are unstable molecules. So when um, Johnny starts on fire, it doesn't burn up. And when Mr. Fantastic stretches, it doesn't rip because it's unstable molecules. Their costumes are actually just um, interacting gel molecules that just sort of like are together, but not together. So science. Yeah, (laughs) that's just what it is. Just science. They're not spandex and they're not cotton. They are Reed Richards' unstable molecules. And they just happen to hold themselves into a uniform shape. But Daredevil gets one of those that's torn off. And turns out, if you have unstable molecules, that they're really great for storing data. So he has, I don't know, files and, sure. and data that's stored on him. Which, yeah. You know, makes like a, you know, like you said, a Mark Wade story, but also allows him to introduce a lot of villains who are sort of wanting that device yeah oh and because he plays this over like the first volume almost the first two volumes I, I yeah would say. i think i was just gonna say i think um, it goes into that and too. it was really cool how he just kind of kept building it and kept just kind of rolling all of these crazy things and upping the, the stakes and the ante with each each issue and pacing those mm-hmm. issues and details like over the top and it's it was really cool to see it play out. Um, I, I love that so much because sometimes you know something like that could just oh it could be a couple issues and then it could get dropped off you know whatever. But you just like oh this is my long game. All right, let's see what I can build with this. Yeah, and, you don't want anything yeah. to be like a flash in the pan. You know, like right. you want it to really go through. If he's gonna write an arc, then tie everything together right know? and he pretty much did that with the start of volume one volume two yes there's like a story here or there but um yeah and he has to enlist uh that kind of gives us a good segue to his supporting cast for these yes volumes. oh my gosh <laughs> so his supporting cast we kind of talk about foggy foggy is uh his other um partner at the law firm uh and they're both lawyers and stuff so they've kind of grown up together things like that they're there are times when they both hate each other and especially in these volumes, like they both, it really tests their friendship to the point of they don't, yeah. <laughs> they, they fight and they walk away from their law firm and there's times where they come back together and because of illnesses and things that could end their life and they're like, well, we'll come together. We'll take care of each other. You know, and and foggy is such a good character to have. Oh yeah. He is the like ultimate good friend. Yes. You know, he just wants to. You don't need a Robin a, for Daredevil. Yeah. You need Foggy. Yeah. yeah. He wants to be a lawyer. He wants to be normal and he wants to just have a good life. And he sees his friend. Um, his best friend. Yeah. Being Daredevil and, and risking his life. And then he sees him just, you know, start 
imploding their law firm. And he's like, hey, listen, you know, we're building this together. And yeah, Foggy is a great grounding. Like if you want a character that walks you through that world, Foggy is it. He's, yeah, he's, he's your our, audience. Yes, he's yeah, us. He is he's the us. audience and he is the reader. He's all of it. He just want he wants to be the superhero, but he can't because he doesn't have those abilities. He's just a liar. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of wants him and to, he's looking out for his best friend. He wants him to stop doing it because you know if superheroes, if you had abilities and you were a superhero and you never got really injured, well, that's one thing. But Daredevil, for some reason, <laughs> people love just writing him like. Oh, just just gotta beat the hell out yeah, of down to the yeah, bottom, right? Rock, like yeah, rock bottom every story. But you like- could argue, <laughs> you could argue that he's the most grounded character of all the Marvel characters. Yeah, he's the most grounded. And he's just a guy. He's, he's just, just a, a guy. guy. Yep. You know. Yes, he has superpowers, but they're not much of a radar sense. You can see he's yeah. a blind person that can see really well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, as far as like even abilities, there's some parts where he's fighting. You know, so some of the characters that appear, yeah, are Captain America, and right. they kind of fight, which is cool. Yeah, they kind of fight for a minute, and they're both pretty equal. <laughs> and uh, uh, Spider-Man appears, Black Cat appears, yes, um, Punisher, and his his little uh, side, uh, Agent Cole, Agent yes, Cole. Um, the the Doctor Doom appears. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really. It's fun because the Hulk appears. What they used yeah. to do back in the day is when they would come up with a new character, they would throw in a really popular character. Mm-hmm. And that's why when Spider-Man was first starting, um, was it Spider-Man number one? He went to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Because yeah. Fantastic Four were doing really well at that time. Yeah. And that's so, how they, they would launch these characters. Yeah. So. And so like when the X-Men were doing really well, they would introduce characters in the X-Men. And then when people said hey, I really like that character, then they'd say, oh, cool, we'll give them their own you know, comic book run. So Daredevil, just they just love having people show up and help yeah. him, or yes. he helps he helps their storyline, and they have interconnecting comic runs. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then um, uh, Mark Wood introduces a new character because every almost every writer wants to introduce a new character yeah because you know if it ever takes off you know he can they can use that <laughs> they'd be like i came up with punisher yeah, right yeah uh, so he introduced um agent mcduffie um first she starts out as a da and then she realizes she can't live that life because she's do- <laughs> dating daredevil so <laughs> she has to walk away from it but she was a really interesting cool character to yeah. follow along um, kind of see the relationship cool. grow and ebb and flow i think that was really cool um she was kind of, she'd like the challenge of uh, dating a blind person <laughs> and kind of wanted to. And yes, she acknowledged that he was Daredevil because it was outed, but it was kind of, they, they really played on that relationship really well up to the point where it's not like it felt forced, but it felt very natural and smooth. And, um, yeah. you know, you just wanted to kind of see how, where their relationship was going. Um, that's what makes a good supporting character as well. Well, and, and they carried her through uh, quite a bit. Yeah, it's they, a whole run. I, almost the whole run, I think. And even she started picking on him about, like, are you Daredevil? Are yeah. you Daredevil? You know, yeah. Like, so it was kind of a fun <laughs> way to have someone just have a little right? more fun with it. And, uh, you know, she motivates him to move out when, when stuff goes down during these, like, first two, three volumes. She motivates him to go outside New York City for the first time in a while. 
and go to uh, move residents to San Francisco. Which, which actually, I mean, that, that can't be understated. That's a huge deal for Daredevil. Yes. I mean, he was always like- Like a, Hell's a Kitchen new, is his neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. That's his backyard. And like there's some- <laughs> Scummy, but it's his kind of scummy. <laughs> gosh, I should find this. So I'm going to find this and I'll put it on our Facebook page, but there is a map of New York yeah. and it shows like each neighborhood and like what superhero is in that neighborhood. Oh, that's cool. There's like shows the Fantastic Four, like the Baxter building and it shows Spider-Man's area and it shows- Daredevil's Hell's Kitchen, and it shows just everyone. Doctor Strange's yeah. uh, Sanctum Sanctorum. Sanctum Sanctorum. And <laughs> it's cool to just show all of those and just say, like, this is New York. And for the longest time, New York was superhero haven, you know? Yeah. Even the X-Men are just outside of New York. In, yeah, in I think in Westchester. Yes, Westchester. Yeah. Yep. So for him to move to San Francisco... That that is like Spider Man moving the San Francisco. I mean, that's, yeah, it's just a big deal. It was see. huge, and you know, it kind of brought all these creative creative writing skills. You know, it's like, all right, what if you took a New York superhero and moved him to San Francisco? Well, he doesn't really know where he's going. <laughs> yeah, and be blind. He has to have his girlfriend. Like, okay, where am I going? Cool. <laughs> and even just he he started knowing. The rooftops and knowing yeah, the alleys yeah, and knew where exactly. to be, um, so it, you know that's just fun, uh, you know. And, and we, I kind of like listen back to our other podcasts, and I always think like, gosh, all we say is everything is fun, but you know, <laughs> we're we're purposely picking runs that we are somewhat familiar with, and that we also think that is a good crowd pleaser, you sure. know. Um, there's tons of comics out there. There's tons of stories, but you know, some of these are, I think, you know, highly acclaimed for a reason. Oh, you know? absolutely. And yeah. this daredevil story shows the lighter side of daredevil. If that's a way to say, yeah, that. for uh, maybe the first time yeah. <laughs> since the sixties yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like hokey <clears throat> and everything and um, kind of, yeah, it just kind of brings him back to, not so serious tone with while well, being still keeping his roots and his legacy and kind of just building off of that and kind of give him a little break, but man, he still got work for everything. And you, <laughs> you know, he still gets into like predicaments where you're just like, how are you getting out of that? And he still gets into, you know, spots that only Mark Wade could think of. <laughs> it was right. like, Oh man. Like he's just like, pulling it out of left field a little bit, but then it all ties together again. Um, there's one artist that I kind of want to give a shout out to, and that's Mike Allred. Yeah. Uh, Allred is pretty well known in the community as, um, I don't want to say a simplistic artist because he's not. No. But he he has a really great feel for moving you through the page mm -hmm. and a really great look for like colors and just sharp everything he does is sharp yes like bold and his color palette actually this is wife the colorist is his wife so it's always mike Ooh. and laura huh. and uh for some reason i think he just connects with mark wade like really well sure really well and i don't think he's did too much marvel stuff no and that's the i mean well he did like Silver Surfer, right? Oh, Surfer right. Run. Yeah, he did have that <clears throat> Silver Surfer run. That's what most people are. Yeah, with, um, oh, 
what's geez, um pop quiz look at this pop it's, quiz uh, uh i did uh, his brain is heating up uh, fleas are uh, jumping uh, off i'll get there he's thinking he's thinking uh, everyone no. <laughs> you're looking for the artist or the writer writer yeah uh, it's dan i don't know oh god okay oh, okay i'll right. get it i'll get it in a second he's got to google it people he has to he can't <laughs> let it go anyway Anyways. all red does a, a pretty good run just in the middle of Mark Wade. Dan Slott. Oh, Dan Slott. Yes. yes. Dan Slott and Mike Allred. Yes. Also a great pairing. <laughs> uh, Mark Wade and Mike Allred. Also a great It was pairing. working. It was working. <laughs> but he, you know, he shows, I don't know, he just shows like a, a um, I want to say like a fever or he shows like an urgency to the characters. He just really lays out every page you could just randomly flip to any Michael Red page, and there's just action. You know, something's yeah. happening. Um, he also did ecstatics. That's what he did. Ecstatics oh yeah, is, yeah. Is Michael Red. So he so, has some pretty big claim runs. Yeah, you know, so, to him. so he few really, and far between, but you I don't. don't know. It's quantity over quality. You know, you start, you focus on the artwork, but it's not like you get drawn into it. You know, it's 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 bright and sharp enough that you're not totally absorbed into all sure. the little fine details. And then I guess on the opposite side, um, in the start of volume two, we have the Punisher Spider-Man Daredevil team up and Mark Cicchetto does that um, with colorist uh, Matt Hollingsworth. And that's like the most, my favorite realistic art style. That's almost out there. I think that they, they, uh, they collaborated on Civil War too. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really makes it feel real. Like you could, you could just see this like on the news or things like that. And it's like, you're there too. Well, and they do like big leaps from one panel to the very next. dynamic and yep. very action packed. Yeah. So if that's what you're looking for in your story, that's it. That's yeah. the guy. That's the guy. That's the team. And it's so cool to see those guys, you know, com combined and team up. And, and it, it's kind of a good combo of, uh, you could tell it's like loose pencils and digital mm -hmm. coloring from there. But Again, when you're drawing Daredevil, you have to like draw him where he's moving and leaping and flipping. Yeah. And he does a lot of like judo and kicks and just, I don't know, there's just a lot of action on the page, you know? And then when they get to like him being a lawyer, I think they purposefully sort of leave all that out just yes. to say like, here's his real life, which is like reserved and polite and you're in front of a oh, judge yeah. and, and it, all that. And you kind of had to do it to shift the tone back. Yeah, you have to give people a rest a little bit. Yeah, because otherwise, if that would have stayed throughout the whole run, it'd be like, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, actually, oh, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be just as exhausted. <laughs> yes, because uh, definitely, uh, we want to binge this run. It's is good to just go through it and just read all at once. Yeah, you could go jump back and forth, but I think it's really cool. Um, cool. I guess so. Um, final thoughts and wrapping up. Uh, this is a great run. Uh, we both loved it. I'm a huge Daredevil fan, so I've never read this run before. And just to read that was just the best. Um, definitely, I would I would recommend this to my friends, especially this isn't really a bad place to start if you want something more modernized and then going back. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be bad. I yeah, think. I mean, first printing here I'm looking up is um, 2013. Yeah, so it came out in 2013. I think he probably had like a few years run so let sure. me just see it went from 2013 until 2016 yeah, so three good. year yeah, run right 
Um, after this run was Chip Zdarsky, who's currently riding Daredevil right now. And he's, from what we hear, he's blowing it out of the park. So definitely check that out if you want to see where Daredevil is right now. I will conclude and wrap up with uh, this last quote that I thought was really cool. That was at the end of volume four. Um, so this, uh, and I guess in context, um, Daredevil's kind of doing this will last testament, just in case, you know, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting to think about it. He never it thought about that like before. It was like this futuristic tale, but yeah. he was doing it as, uh, it, it was kind of, it's this inside joke of uh, Mike Murdoch. And everything uh, is always kind of putting this persona on and being Daredevil and things like that. But in the Daredevil costume, he says, so what can I say that you don't already know? Nothing. There are some of the things that you don't like to admit and a few other things you tend to forget. So before I swing off into the sunset toward whatever destiny has in store for me, which I'm hoping an oceanfront condo on a Pismo beach, just remember, criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot. Dress accordingly. No matter how bad things get, Spider-Man's life is always worse. Always. <laughs> and when push comes to shove, make the leap. Be people might think that it's easy for me to say, but we both know that's not true. What's around the next corner, even what's farther down the block, I am as blind to it as you are, as anyone is. Uh, isn't that great? That's what makes life interesting and funny, touching and surprising. And yes, scary. But you can't let the big scary win because you lose out on so much more. Don't for, don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that, Matt. Things get dark, so you're used to the dark. Don't let don't let it stop you. Don't let it even slow you down. Laugh, love, alive, be fearless. And that concludes that, that. is Daredevil. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> well, if you have a chance, grab this. This is Daredevil by Mark Wade and. Uh, again, it's available in, in quite a few formats. Actually, it's even available digitally. If you have Comixology, most of it's already free. Um, if you have Comixology Unlimited, where you can just read as much as you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, grab the hardcovers, settle in, and we invite you to run through it. This is Bam Pal Comic Hour with your hosts, Andrew Honor and Chris Ramos. Signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye.